In the last episode, we talked about the thesis for the cryptocurrency in 2022, which I promise I'll make a second episode if we reach 10 likes. But we didn't reach 10 likes, obviously. But today I'll just be doing episode 2 because it was so much fun to do like the thesis for yesterday. So I decided to make a part 2. I've been researching some things. Uh, the link of the Masari thesis will be in the description as always. And now let's get to the where I left out. So the number 6 for the crypto thesis if you want to see the first five, you go to the la- my last episode. But now let's talk about how high can we fly. Which is the crash which we all know is coming might be more muted than those two prior cycles. But how about the remaining upside? Even with the tailwinds we just discussed, doesn't it just feel a little toppy? The $30 billion Shiba Inu market caps, the Times Square NFT billboards, I'll tell you which top signals I'm looking for, starting with Bitcoin. Number one, Bitcoin, the king, has no real rival. As a monetary asset with no earnings, it's an asset that is price versus value, which means it's almost always judged on a relative basis to its analog cousin, gold. But there are fundamentals worth tracking for Bitcoin too. The best bogey may be the market value to realize value metric popularized by coin metrics. That's the ratio of free flow Bitcoin market cap. Coins that have moved in the past five years to realize value, which sums the market price of each Bitcoin attending to the time it last moved on chain. Market cap can stay the same while realize that market cap spikes and vice versa. One is a snapshot of Bitcoin stock times price, the other is a dynamic measure that brings flow into the equation as well. If you aren't a hodler, hodler in can't stomach four years bear markets, then whenever MVRV hits three tenths to be a good time to take gains, sell a kidney or a newborn to buy when MVRV falls below. One in the previous three previous doubled bubbles, which you can really only see using a metric like MVRV, which previous bubbles rarely register on the price chart. The amount of time spent above three has gotten progressively shorter. In 2011, MVRV stayed above three for four months. In 2013, it was there for 10 weeks. In 2017, three weeks. Earlier this year, it was three days. If history were to repeat itself, what's that mean in dollar terms? Hitting an MVRV of three again this year would take us to 100,000 to 125,000 range. Not bad at all. If things went completely bonkers beyond that, the next target for Bitcoin would be the gold market cap. At today's prices, parity with gold would bring us a $500,000 Bitcoin. So there may still be a 10 times investment opportunity here, but even that moon case offers a relatively low ceiling compared to Bitcoin's historical returns. Unless, of course, the ceiling completely disappears, which means flat currencies have failed and we've defaulted to pricing things in Bitcoin. To Ethereum, there's been a lot of flippin' talk about Ethereum megabulls recently. Could ETH overtake BTC this cycle? Unlikely, not with Ethereum's persistent scaling challenges. Its layer 1 competitors and the willingness of infrastructure companies and application builders alike to embrace the likelihood of a multi-chain future. A community to think is more interesting to consider whether layer 1 platforms 
collectively flipping Bitcoin in just the same way that the FAM market caps have overtaken M1. How about more generally speaking? Could ETH overtake Microsoft, Apple, or Google? That would be uh, three to five times from here. Could it eclipse all five combined? That would be a 15 to 20 times, which feels like a tall order even if Ethereum at 5% of FAMGA market cap feels cheap. 3. Solana et al. The new IT girl of crypto is gunning for the number 3 spot in crypto market cap, 60 billion. De- but then again, so is Polkadot, 40 billion, and Avalanche, 30 billion. If the thesis for these alternative layer 1 protocols is that there are higher beta plays than Ethereum that will eat into Ethereum's market share dominance. When you're forced to ask, what about Terra, 16 billion, Polygon, 12 billion, uh, Algorand, 11 billion, or Cosmos, 7 billion? The relatively value trades all come down to business development wins, app distribution, and recruiting wins. Can you track developers to build on non Ethereum blockchains? The Ethereum killers all have the money to compete aggressively, but as an investor, your choices are to either pick winners or buy the basket. Should Ethereum layer 1 dominance, either way, these assets tether to Ethereum. Number 4 DeFi. Long DeFi. Short the bankers, am I right? Despite DeFi's monstrous 2021, DeFi trades at less than 1% of the global bank's market cap, which shows how much upside remains long term. Prices have stalled for some of the top DeFi protocols, but if you have conviction that crypto capital markets will displace centralized institutions and an accelerating clip, it may offer better risk-reward opportunities than elsewhere in the market today. That said, inter-protocol competition is fierce, regulatory scrutiny is coming, technical vulnerabilities are pervasive, pervasive, systemic defaults could cripple the entire market, and high gas fees are crippling the unit's economics by many metrics, price to sales and price to earnings. DeFi remains compelling, but the map only works for whales right now. Number 5. NFTs Given the fact that they're non-fungible and illiquid, it can be difficult to ascribe any sort of reliable market cap to the NFT sector. Dapperator estimated NFT market cap of $14 billion in early September, a number that has risen since. Given the design space that NFTs have opened up, for the entire crypto community, um, the long-term size and scope of this segment is scary big. Melton points to LVMH, while Sushu thinks we'll see 10% of crypto in NFT market cap. I don't think they're off, but that may speak more to the opportunity for NFT creators and infrastructure builders than it does to investability of most specific NFT projects. Number 7. Surviving Winter if you couldn't tell by now, we like the coins. We like them for the long term and the short term. But it's the medium term that can get you. From what height do we crash? Sounds like a nice problem to have, but until you've lived through a crypto winter, you don't actually get it. Many will lose faith and won't be able to stomach the soul-crushing multi-year grind lower that is a crypto winter. Wow, the government might actually regulate this out of existence. It's just too early for these products. And of course, I told you this was a bubble. We'll be among the the drumbeat of negativity you can expect to hear parroted by critics. In addition to eating big paper or real losses, you'll see people have breakdowns, go bankrupt due to over leverage or poor tax planning, quit otherwise promising projects, 
turn nasty, depressed, or apathetic, and generally lose sight of the longer-term potential of crypto. To make matters worse, the next bear market will be a regulatory nightmare. We won't have the bull market vibes to help defend ourselves against all donors. Uh, against all of the customer protection, fraud and abuse, systemic risk, ESG, and illicit activity, FUD that our enemies will throw at us. At the same time, the grassroots crypto herd will thin because it's tougher to wage war when you've lost 90% of your savings and need to go find a real job again. Sounds harsh. It's harsh. But maybe it won't be quite so bad this time. The first order of business post-crash will be to go back to sections number 1 to 6, and determine if you still believe those theses are true. Is the centralized world still crumbling? 1. Does Web3 offer an optimistic bet on the future? 2. Are the building blocks of the new frontier, bridges, DAOs, NFTs, still worthy of large investments during the next installation phase? 3. Will it be easier to find fundamentally strong projects in the next down cycle? 4. Is there still abundant capital available to fund everything interesting? 5. And do you still believe the high watermarks are attainable in a 5-10 year time span? 6. If you remain confident, put on the helmet. Will there be a 6? I don't know. Embrace the cold and take heed of these winter survival tips. And one leverage early, cash out tax obligations when incurred, but for the love of God, do not try to time the top. On leverage, this should be self-explanatory. If you are not a professional trader, your leverage is merely cash transfer to those who are. Crypto is volatile enough with plenty of remaining upside. You don't need to push your luck here and blow up your entire personal balance sheet. On tails, on taxes, most people understand that they shouldn't rack up credit card debt to purchase doggy coins, but will also totally overlook the leverage they take on by not planning. In December, to sell what they must to cover tax liabilities, if you started January 1st, 2021 with $10,000, it's well soon actively traded $100K by December 31. It then tanks to $25,000 January 1st, 2022. The OD government more money than you have. Thanks for playing. On shorts, please do not short. Even if you ride, you'll likely fail to climb the top and blow yourself up. When you lose, everyone will celebrate your demise and dance on your grave while they're getting rich. It'll make you sad. Even if you win, no one will like you, and you'll lose long term. I don't make the rules, just here to help. And one more thing for the falling knife catchers who think, wow, this would be great. I can't wait to buy discounted coins at the next bear market. Crypto can always go lower than you think, for longer than you think, and it will. Crypto meme trading and reflexibility are a hell of a drug. When the music stops, you'll see the painful draw and it takes some time to detox. If you're a young team managing a token treasure or balance sheet for the first time, do what you can to protect yourselves and your team from the nuclear fallout of a crash. A lot of teams are being idiots with their treasuries and setting themselves up fail in their most important job as capital stewards uh, don't yeah, they say, don't don't screw up their money. If you're an aspiring Web3 employee, it's never a bad idea to work on building indispensable products and foundational companies with big wishes. The get-rich-quick crowd will evaporate, but the next cycle's unicorns will get built during the doldrums of winter. It's amazing how much success in crypto comes down to staying power. We're all gonna make it. It's a fun bull market meme, but it's much more important to be able to scream 
What's the vibe when everyone is laughing at you? The market is down 80%, competitors are going bankrupt, and the customers are cold. Ask recruiters about their company's runway and cash on hand before you sign. We should be pretty well off at this point. The time to go all in with crypto on your balance sheet was last year. I'd be more cautious here. 10 year and 10 hour thinking only. There's the end part two. Uh, if you want more of this, then subscribe, like, and share. But that's enough for today. Uh, to say thank you. Hit the like, subscribe, and share button. And I'll see you guys next time. So here's a little hint for next time if I do another Missouri thesis again. The next case will be public options. Coinbase opens the floodgates. Will coins outperform the companies that support them? I'll have to answer that next time. Now, see you guys next time. Goodbye.